1: this is dj and this is ish and this is season Season six six of of better let Let me Tell tell you
2: Or we could be like those, you know, like British people like Anya Taylor Joy, who she was born in Argentina, but then she grew up in London mm-hmm. or in England. So her Spanish is absolutely flawless. Mm-hmm. But then when she's in, when she speaks English, she sounds British. So so she would be like, Welcome to But let me tell you. Like she would be well, like what you know, I think
3: it's interesting, and I saw this uh, some time ago. Una I think una Colombiana. You know, she was speaking como hablando Colombiano, right? Right, right. But when she left Colombia, she moved to England, right? Right, right. So when she was speaking in Spanish, it, it was it's very familiar because we know a lot Colombian, of Colombians, right? right? Yeah. It seems very familiar. But then when she spoke English, it was British and it was such a mind. it right. just like, it, you couldn't like, register. What? Like, <laughs> yeah, like this is weird. I don't get it. I don't so, understand what's happening well, here. With that conundrum, welcome <laughs> to episode 247 of Pero Let Me Tell You. How is everyone?
2: I think everyone is doing great. It's Friday. It's Pero Friday. And also for some of you are, are maybe looking at us for the first time on video right now i don't know we're well, trying we're, something right we're now. trying
3: something out because so we'll see if this takes we're 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 trying something out because ever since we started our podcast 247 mm, 47. 47 episodes ago um People have always told us, like, why don't you do a video podcast? Why don't you do a video podcast? Right. And that's always been something we wanted to do—is to put the, the podcast on video. Yep. But the problem is that we record on fake Fridays, which usually means Thursday, because we try to, you know, you, you our beto primos have probably heard this by now. We try to record as close as possible yep. to the live actual live date, um, because if not, our topical podcast will get—we learned our lesson with—we'll get very quickly, it'll get stale. So. So, um, so that means that it's like very hard for us to do a video podcast yep. on a Thursday night and then release it a few hours later. And literally, when we lock ourselves in the studio to do the podcast, it, it takes a few hours. And, you know, when you hear this on Friday morning, it's only a few hours.
2: I mean, I've probably got it edited and uploaded by about... 2, 2.30 in the morning. Right. So, so yeah. So, it, for
3: those who, like, start listening to us on 7 in the morning, it's a like, good morning. Yes. Buenos dias.
2: Oh, some people so, started their day with Danny and Rebecca. Some people start their day with us.
3: Wake up. Doo-doo. Anyway, um, so we're kind of testing things out. So, yeah. bueno, ¿quién se desp- if you're in Florida, ¿quién yes. se con la Me. Yes, I did. And it was... It I was, didn't hear shit. I was knocked was,
2: out. I don't understand. ese uh, pito...
3: And so <laughs> it was like the, was the sound like, of an Amber Alert,
2: it, 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 right? Because what it is is it was the the national, you know, remember on TV, this is the emergency yep, broadcast broad. system, blah blah blah. If this is only a test. They do that now with the phones, right, as well. But it was at four thirty in the goddamn morning, and so I'm literally. I had mm-hmm. luckily though, I'm kind of thankful for it in a weird way because I had fallen asleep on the couch with the TV on and the lights on. Mm-hmm. So I saw my bed and I turned off the lights. I turned off the oh. TV. So you know, oh. it kind of helped a little
1: bit.
3: Yeah. But um. Oh, yeah, it was scary. My father calls me this morning. He's like, "Tuite la alarma? And I'm like, ¿qué alarma tú habla?" <laughs> I, I thought it was, he was talking about an Amber Alert. And he's like, "Tuite la alarma? Hasta en España están hablando de, de, de la alarma. And I'm like, why would they be talking about the alarm? alarma in, in you know Spain? Um, but it woke everybody up except me. I was... You were I, dead I,
2: I, to the world. I I, I I was. Kudos to you.
3: Yeah, and it's funny because I'm not, a sound sleeper. I, I'm I'm not a heavy sleeper, but somehow I you you've had a long week. <laughs> Clearly, so Clearly listeners, a listeners, have you gotten gas? I, got <laughs> gas. You got gas? I finally got gas.
2: They Domingo. Remember that we were. I told you I'm like, oh, hey, you're gonna have to take me home because yeah, I'm running out of gas after the pop up. Um, so I finally got gas. Yeah. I've had so many gas experiences, which sounds weird out of context, Mm -hmm. um, this week. Like I told you on Saturday. So I, on Saturday was the first time that I think I noticed it without noticing Mm -hmm. when we, when we had our pop up, we had to go fill up the, the propane tank at BJ's. And, you know, whatever, I noticed that the BJ's, which never happens, was empty. It was empty and it was roped right. off. Right,
3: that happened to me too. And I was like, I you know, I'm the nadie. And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't even know when I noticed. There was no nobody at BJ's. I didn't know there was a gas issue. Right, yet. I just thought it was like, BJs. But
2: you know, I just thought BJs didn't have gas. I drive so, a Tesla. So I, this is also true. So whatever. <laughs> so I'm, they're putting gas and I hear the, the, the attendant who is pumping the, the gas into the propane. Se
3: la gasolina.
2: Well, they're talking like, you know, see, sí, la gasolina, la gasolina. I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, see, sí, porque con el, con la inundación de, de Fort Lauderdale, tu sabes, they couldn't get it out. It was the flooding. And this is true. It was because of the flooding in, in the port of Fort Lauderdale. Um, you know, the, the pumps that, have i think it's 12 pumps that have the gas that gets released into Mm -hmm. south florida Mm They could not get to it because of the water. Obviously, yeah. if water gets into the gas, it is useless. Inundación. So you know, I love how he, he was explaining it to its señor, and their his "You know, la inundación." Da, da, da. But you know, eventually, you know, all roads lead to communism. Always. Uh, and he's like, "No, but I'm like, w imagínate, eso está todo controlado, es el comunismo. And I'm like, I'm like, the whiplash this man just did by giving the actual explanation of what happened right.
3: to just like, right. but, but it's but communism. But the thing is that communism. It, it, it's such a catch-all. It, it, it trumps any... Trumps natural trumps, disaster? Any type of reasoning. And natural right? disaster, Right, because right. That, that man, from what you're telling me, was going on like the right path in terms of the explanation Correct. why there wasn't any gas. Correct. But, of course, communism is like...
2: But, you know, fuck logic. Um, yeah. And then the next day on the way again to your house, because we had two pop-ups last uh, last weekend, thankfully. um, You know, I'm, I'm heading over to your house, and I see that there is a, a long line of... Um, people waiting for gas, which is fine. You know, the, a lot of the stations were closed and they had the little red things over the pumps. But what I noticed though is not just that people were in line for gas and pumping gas.
3: No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. This Estamos is, some, los tanques, la this, is yes,
2: this is South Florida. We can't have nice things. No, they were all filling up their, the like, and we're not talking like your average like gas tank, you know, mm-hmm. the little red. No, 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 no. This looked like they were, they were like about to go fill up a yacht. Right. Right. And I'm like, guys this is why we can- again can't have nice things because yes we're low on gas but then you're the fucktard who's going mm. and then perpetual you're making us run out of gas more and then now we're still out of gas but it's not because we're out of gas it's because you don't know how to ration you know and that even happened on what? What? on b- wednesday b- b- when b- i b- finally got gas i finally i gas the guy in front of me literally filled up his tank and i saw him then open his trunk and pull out two tank the little red mm-hmm. things canisters and fill them up right and i'm like you know, these are the people, what I find fascinating about these people is they're like, no, estar preparado, estar preparado, And here's the thing, because they're so fucking exagerado, I guarantee you they will be the first to go in a zombie apocalypse. Oh,
3: yeah, definitely. And mira. Because they won't have any clue okay, how to ration. So three years into COVID or three years post-COVID, nobody can yet explain to me why the toilet paper? there was a toilet paper shortage during COVID. Not anything else but toilet paper. I mean, toilet... The COVID did not give you the runs, right? (laughs) So why? And then, you know, the thing is that even if you try to have a rational mind about it, it gets to you because I remember thinking like, if I saw toilet paper, I remember thinking like, okay, I need to buy toilet paper. Right. Mind you, toilet paper... Of course, it's a necessity, but it's not a necessity because if mm-hmm. you don't have toilet jump paper, in the shower. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, right, or,
2: or newspaper, I don't know, there's something. There's other yeah.
3: alternatives. If, if in Cuba they figure it Thank out, you. we could figure it out here. But nobody is still three years later. I I think there's some type of like underground like bunker with like millions of rolls of toilet paper. Because, like, where did the toilet paper go?
2: It's the Charmin Bears.
3: You know what's so funny? With going with what you're saying about the logic of communism, I actually had a similar story this week at Publix. So at the okay. local Publix here by my house, I was there and the entire milk area section, section was empty. Okay. Not one bottle of milk, the jar of milk, nothing. It okay. was empty. And... Oh, thank God you already and, made the sauces. And there was a, there was a lady... <laughs> Who was again without her friend? Because I feel that these conversations happen in, in in a pair, right? Well, yeah. Otherwise, it's a monologue. Right. <laughs> it happens in a pair, and um, she was saying, "Mira, mira, aquí hay, hay, se acabó la leche porque hoy en día hay de todo, todo. Los supermercados están vacío, vacío." And the guy from Publix comes and he hears her and he goes, "Señora." And she's like, No, 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 no. Olvídate. She was just complaining. Right. She probably wasn't even buying milk. She's probably lactose intolerant. But her and her friend were complaining how the supermarket shelves are empty. You know, right. this whole false narrative and right. false that, 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 that yeah. we spoke to Boris oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. CNN about. You know, that just people make up shit. And then she'll go to Facebook and be like, Take a picture and be like, Mira. Right. You see? No hay leche. Right. Finish, and then people will go and get by <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and that's the thing and then you you perpetuate the problem and it was
2: because the freezer was broken <laughs> you perpetuate the problem again I, I can't say this enough like you so, know
3: ugh. so i want to talk about um <sighs> speaking what am I? about uh People doing and saying dumb things and uh, ridiculous things. So
2: dumb ways to die.
3: <laughs> so earlier this week, there's a video that had been that's been going viral or went viral for a couple of weeks ago. But I actually commented about it this week. So um, it's a video with Kid Fury from the Read. It's a show on um, on Fuse that um, he says, "Oh yes, 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 right, yes, yes." Where yes. Um, I believe her name is Chrissy, uh, Chris and Kid Fury. They, they're talking and Chrissy's like, oh, you're from Florida. And he's like, no, 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 I'm from, from Miami. Miami. And she's like, Florida, Miami's, Miami's in Florida. Florida, Florida, United States. He's like, no, 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 I'm from Miami. Yeah. Right? So they posted that and I actually commented on it and I said something along the lines of like, I'm really happy you corrected her Right, told her that Miami and Florida no, are not lo the same mismo, no, 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 yeah. Okay. Clearly, this is a joke. This is a joke. Oh, fucking A. This is a joke.
2: What? It was what? said in
3: jest. Clearly. And all that. So all this week on my, on my personal Instagram, I've been getting bombarded with notifications, right? Because that's a pretty big account. Right. All these people commenting, responding to my comments. And mind you, there were other people who said ha, similar ha, ha, comments. Right, right, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, Miami's not really Florida, right. blah, 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 and all that. But my comment was one of—I guess I was one of the first people to comment, or within the first hour Noticeable, commenting. Right. So mine was like up up mm-hmm. the ladder. Mm-hmm. You have to see—I I did get a lot of likes. Like I got right. over six hundred likes of people that liked my comment. Who understood? Right, right. You have to see the comments that I got from people. Do you own a map? Do you even know where Florida's at? Do you know that Miami's part of Florida? You probably fail geography. You probably don't understand geography. And then my personal favorite, the guy who was like, some guy tells me, oh, um, you're in Florida, buddy. And if you don't like Florida or the United States, you can get out you could leave
2: that escalated
3: quickly no no he was the I mean, only the only person i responded to and he goes wow that was such a leap for something that i clearly said in jest right right and that was the only comment that i made um but everybody was like oh oh florida is in in um, miami's in florida you don't know geography how can you not know that miami in florida and i'm thinking like Okay, people, this was a joke. This was clearly a joke, right? We know this is a joke. How can you not know that this was said in jest? I mean, you, and then I was you thinking, have Twitter. I was thinking, oh, that's right. It's the internet. <laughs> it's the internet. Oh, where everybody. <laughs> it's the internet. Where the trolls and the people that just want to say something. Right. Half of those people. Say
2: right. Half of those people were speaking just to speak. Right. Because they have to llevar la contraria. Right. Like if you had said, Miami is in Florida. Right, most of those people would have come out and been like, "It's not the same." Right, just because you had said right. the opposite. Right, 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 right.
3: So, and I will go, and I will to uh, to those people who say that Miami is in Florida. It's in Florida, like, but it is not Florida. Let me let me let me, let me uh, elaborate further on what Kid Fury <laughs> says. Miami may be geographically in Florida, but Miami couldn't be any further away from Florida. Yeah, and. We've most, said it before. Most people in Miami will very much agree because I don't know about you, but we have nothing in common with Dustin, Florida. <laughs> Two completely different things. Maybe Two... our love of beaches. <laughs> no. Maybe. That's the redneck Riviera. <laughs> but,
2: but, but but I'm saying in general. No, they're on the beaches. Gulf. We're
3: on the Atlantic Ocean.
2: Okay. It's a different love of beach. Yeah. Okay. No.
3: Totally different. Totally different. But you know what bothers me is that clearly that wasn't just... The, all these people that were telling me this stuff like that guy who told me the one who just the guy who told me oh you his, know he oh, got on know, his maga you're, trip you're in, he didn't say anything political but of course i knew that it was right. um he he the, the the one who told me oh um you uh, if you don't like florida you know if you don't like florida and you don't like the united states you could leave that that guy right. i went to his instagram he had he's just moved to tampa Recently, okay. and he's originally born and raised in Colorado. It's on his profile, and I'm thinking like you probably haven't fucking been to Miami. You
2: probably haven't been to Orlando, right?
3: You haven't even <laughs> been to like the like the Tri County Southern area right. of Florida, and you're schooling me on on that. Please, por favor.
2: He probably hasn't even been to Lakeland.
3: It, oh, <laughs> um, so it's like. The internet never fails to just amaze me at the cesspool. As to the cesspool of humanity, and like you know, if you don't think that joke is funny, just roll your eyes and keep scrolling.
2: Right, that's the thing.
3: Like, but again, what is it? What is what is it that I always say about the internet? Well, what we say, yes. Aside of- from being invented for porn, mm-hmm. right. uh, it gave everybody a voice. The, the best thing is that it gave everybody a voice. The worst the thing worst is the worst thing. Actually, that should be our slogan. Yes, the internet. The best thing about it is that it gave everybody a voice. The, the worst, worst thing, thing about, about it is that it gave everybody a voice. Yeah, that should be
2: one of our next t-shirts. <laughs> that should be one of our next t-shirts, straight up. Ay,
3: ay, ay. But, well, I'm glad everybody got um, gas. I'm assuming everybody's got gas by now. So, um, vieron que mi prima hosted Saturday Night, yes, Night Live? your
2: prima hosted Saturday Night Live. And and let me tell you something. She pulled Marcelo with her throughout
3: the whole the thing. The of her, I mean, Marcelo, was so good. Okay. Perfect skit. Mm-hmm. One complaint. Their names didn't start with Y. At least her name. Right. At least her no, name no, 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 should have been like no, a no, U- no, no, no. Uli- If her name starts with Y, his name has to start with that's Y. That's true, because they're, they're, they're siblings. They're siblings. They're siblings. Those that's things right. come in pairs. That's right. That's right. You're like, not it, called Daniel and your sister, you Lacey. That's true. It should have been like <laughs> Uniel and Uniela, you know, or yeah. something like that. No, yeah. Uh, Uniel. Yudelki, Yudelki. Uh-huh, exactly. That should have been
2: their names. But yeah. I understand. I understand. I understand. It's you know, it's it's still an American audience. You still have to. You no, know.
3: no, no. But it, but I thought it was spot on, and you know, it's what we always say about how representation mm-hmm. matters because the humor, the, the way that that was written, and again, this is Saturday Night Live. You just don't get a bigger platform than that. Yeah. when it the comes biggest to Scats comedy, comedy. Platform, yeah. you know. It, that's why we say representation matters because so often we hear on our podcast, we complain on how whenever they want to do Latin jokes, it's so badly written and it's so generic you know, that it's, it's nothing. It's like, oh, esta fiesta está caliente. Right. And it's no Latin For person Christ speaks sakes, like that. No she, one. She
2: One of the things that she said she liked to eat was mamoncillo.
3: Yes, mamoncillo. When and has I think, anybody ever I said think mamoncillo? <laughs> I bet you that in the 50 years that SNL has been on the air, nobody, not even, you know... But I
2: don't think they've ever said that even on, like, a novela on Univision, mamoncillo. you know? Yeah. I ¿Qué
3: hace comiendo mamoncillo? Um... Anyway, but that's why we always say that representation matters because here you are. There were two people. I mean, I'm sure that they had a hand in writing that sketch uh, for sure, Marcelo, for sure. Right, and it was it was spot on, accurate from the way they spoke to the their names to what they were describing, what they were eating. Mm-hmm. That was f- written by somebody who is Cuban, right? Mm-hmm. The same way that if it would have been about somebody who's Colombian or somebody who's Peruvian right. or whatever that's why representation matters because it's those nuances that make something authentic and make something accurate and so often whenever it comes down to specifically comedy with latin people it's totally wrong it's not written correctly it's not written authentically and then it ends up being this Almost fiction because right. nobody speaks like that. Right. Nobody says "vamos a la fiesta caliente." <laughs> yeah,
2: no, it's like when um when we interviewed uh, Tony Plana, you know, he was he was talking about how when they initially started on Ugly Betty, mm-hmm. they had not settled on the ethnicity of the family. Mm-hmm. It still had not been established. But Tony's Cuban, Ana Ortiz is uh, Puerto Rican descent, and America Ferrera is I want to say is it Nicaraguan or Sabadoreña? Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's Nicaraguan. So Central
2: American, let, mm-hmm. let's, let's say it. And he's like, they didn't know. So here we were trying to be Hispanic and instead of being, you know, Cuban, Venezuelan, whatever. He's like, we were just, you know, we were genericans. Right. You know, it's like, so we just had to play this down the middle until they gave us a culture to. And what
3: would they finally?
2: They, I believe that they finally wound up being Mexican. And I say that just because, um, there was a whole plot line there about him being in the country illegally and Mm -hmm. and all that. So I do want to, I do want to say, I think it was Mexican, uh, family that they settled on. But yeah, but, but to your point, like, until they did that, they were kind of like, okay, well, we're
3: Latino, Mm -hmm.
2: but we can't, Talk about a food we love because we right.
3: don't know what the background is. I mean, I guess a safe one is frijole. <laughs> arro, 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 flan, flan. Yeah, flan is big in a lot of. You know, Mexicans have a really good flan, yeah, really just very, very and creamy. and but then so do Cubans and even Puerto Ricans and you know yeah I, that comes from crema catalana which is from Spain but there's a few Latin American countries that claim flan. I'm saying the more flan the the merrier. I mean, everybody I mean, should claim flan. I mean, I. Let's I'm not going to be about it. Let's make flang the international dessert. Ooh. And you can have it with international coffee. I I mean, I've said this many times. I consider myself, you know, a foodie. A lot of people consider themselves a foodie nowadays. Yes, yeah, sure. But I consider myself a foodie. Heck, I cook. You know, I'm uh, all about flavor and flavor palettes and all that stuff. Oh, you know, you're only the chef of bean pump pollo. Only that. <laughs> there is nothing in this world to eat, nothing that I prefer than a good cheese Flung. Nice and thick. Nothing. There's nothing. Yep. It could be the greatest cut of meat. It could be whatever. Nothing over um flung. It's it just makes me complete. <laughs> like it makes you know what? Flung makes me feel bad about mortality. <laughs> because one day I'm not gonna be here and I'm not gonna be able to have flung. I often think about that. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to have flung. And if reincarnation exists and I come back as like another ethnicity, maybe it's an ethnicity in a, you know, a part of the world that doesn't need flung.
2: What if you come back lactose intolerant?
3: I don't care. I will still have flung. Okay. Okay. It's all worth right. the trip right. to the bathroom. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. That's right. Nothing. There's That's nothing fair. that I prefer. More than <laughs> you think about flung with mortality? I think about mortality.
2: In terms of, I, f- I think of, my of flung, I enjoy my mortality
3: and flung because I, I do I think that there will be a day that I'm not you know <laughs> That's not problem, yeah, life, yeah. that I'm not gonna be here and I'm not gonna be able to have flung. Oh, but but if there's an afterlife, you're gonna be able to have all the flung you want. Yeah, but part about having flung is knowing that it's bad for you and <laughs> you're like, I can't have any more, but I am. <laughs> You know, you know, you don't win. You don't win in this argument. It's a (laughs) lose-lose. It's a lose-lose. There are no winners in the in the argument of flung. flung. Mortality? More the the mortality mortality and flung. Yes. (laughs) That that is my thesis. (laughs) Hi, my my dissertation is going to be about mortality and flung.
2: I think that the t-shirt should just be flung with angel wings on it.
3: Oh man. Right, but you know what's great about you you know that my love for flung is real because you have seen me have yeah. different types of flungs yeah and you've seen the face it's like something comes over me like you... and i know a lot of people like flung so no, i'm not the only person right right that likes flung but, but there, for me it's like
2: there's yeah
3: no i remember when i tried a specific type of flung a few years back from some yes, people. Yes, 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 flang, yes, yes. That when I first tried it, do you remember I, I tried it for the first time with you? Yes, you did. That I was like, I can't speak. <laughs> I was mute for like five minutes. It was almost it was,
2: it was almost like I could just see the whites of your eyes. Like you had just gone into this, this
3: <laughs> orgasmic trance of of custard. Brought to you by flan. yes, which is really and you know what's funny? I don't know how to make flan really i've never, I've never made flam before you've never wanted to or um you know what it's i not, think that's hard i think there's a part of me uh, because i think that when you cook something you lose a little bit of like yeah. Te repundo un poco. Hence, ping pan pollo, yeah. you know <laughs> i love our chicken wings and i love our business, we, we, we rarely eat the wings i, wings I anymore. haven't had that in ages yeah. because you know when you cook something they're you're, you're so involved in it that you lose a little bit of... You um, no longer really view it as, as food for enjoyment. Right. Yeah. That I'm like, I don't need to touch that.
1: <laughs>
3: okay. Okay, let's move right along from flang, because it's going to make me want some flang. Yeah,
2: and we don't have flang. It's too late to go buy flang at the hora. Ay, yo,
3: Ay. So, actually, you know, I, I wanted to
2: talk about something that we, we were able to go see last Friday. Um...
3: Uh I'm the, sorry before we talk about it. I'm like I know that. you're you not know thinking, just about just thinking, thinking about what I'm talking about because you're you know like laughing. Was just thinking now, que falta la gasolina. <laughs> it was what what a conundrum or what no, what an irony that the week that a there's no gasolina was like on the heels of gasolina by Daddy Yankee being uh inducted into the library of it Heart. was it was Cuño, i didn't As know that the first and only reggaeton song congrats daddy yankee yeah right. you didn't know that i yeah. didn't know
1: that i didn't the, about that
3: a, a few songs actually made it to the to the registry mm-hmm. uh that was one of them the other one was um that you know we would know like a virgin okay and all i want for christmas is you Okay, well that's a
2: listen, it's an accomplishment. I yeah, know I know listen, you know what? Take it.
3: Yeah, I know. Okay. Move, move right it. along. Take it. It's a library of okay, congress, okay. all right? Take we'll it. Right, let's move right along. So
2: sorry, so we, we got the the immense uh great opportunity to go see the play Um The Walls Have Years mm-hmm. at the Westchester Cultural Arts Center, which is the new little art center performance art center mm-hmm. there in front of Tropical Park. Do you know that I have not stopped thinking about that play since, yeah, it was since we saw it?
3: It was intense
2: i have not stopped thinking about yeah, it it was it, for those of you who don't know it's um so well you you listened to the interview with uh robbie and and gabriel it's it's a play about two brothers in a cuban jail and somehow it gets picked up and there's a radio dj here in i'm assuming miami and it it was so intense because it's it's as they said it's a theater in the round but I went in with a different expectation of theater in the round mm-hmm. from what they had explained to what it actually was.
3: Yeah, I just thought it was like <laughs> like when you go on mm-hmm. a, a concert in the round, right?
2: And it's in the middle, and everybody sits, and that's it. You know? No, 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 no. It is almost like immersive, you know. And again, that's why it's called the walls have ears. We are acting as the walls. The scenes that were happening literally right next to us, like
3: right next to Jose. Yeah, literally. Uh, three feet away from us
2: were so intense and it i, I forget his name now but el muchachito who, who played um the the, the, muchachito. Pr- the the prisoner yeah what an intense performance
3: it was it was what an intense I, performance I, like you that know, boy has to have bruises i i can't stress it enough to our listeners um, if you're in Miami, uh, I think at the time this drops... This gonna, weekend is the last This weekend English. is the last weekend that they're going to do it in English. And then they're going to take, I think, a few days off. And then they're going to do three weeks in Spanish. I, I, I posted it on, on I our I kind of want to go see it in Spanish. I can't stress enough how important it is to watch this play. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of things that are written about the Cuban Revolution, there's a lot. there's a lot of content <laughs> about the Cuban Revolution, but when you finish watching this, and it's only 90 minutes, and it's one act. Yeah, um, it, it flies. When you finish watching it, you feel like you just witnessed something. You don't... I felt exhausted. You don't get out of, you know, like you usually get out of, like, a performance or a play... Kind of like, oh, that was good. That was well acted. That great performance. This is different. You feel like you just like witnessed something very heavy, very dark, um, and it really stays inside of you. Um, it's it's not the type of play that you you go see and then after it's like, oh, let's go party, <laughs> you you know? let's go to Denny's because it really changes your mood. And I think that if this play would have been performed in a more conventional setting of like, like a an end stage. A, an end stage and like, you know, a conventional setup for a theater, I think it still would have been good. Uh, but the impact I think is that you it's so intimate and the actors are you know almost on like touching you. Well like, there are times where they're walking you're they
2: walking in from behind you and that yeah.
3: you feel like you are part. You really do feel you you're a part of that story. And you know, we we our, our hats off to uh to, to robbie
2: and gabriel yeah it, damn
3: because it was i mean I, I can't stress it enough people to go watch it i really want my parents to i was go gonna watch say it it you're gonna take your i am gonna t- get tickets for them because i i feel they need to watch it it's it's
1: um
2: i i'm not a fan of of these words but i would say um for the purposes of, of this trigger warning to your yeah. to your parents, your father specifically.
3: Yeah, no, I told him about it. Um, and we were we were actually talking to Robbie after the play, and he even told told us that there had been a few people in some dates that have walked out because yeah. they lived through the revolution, so this was very triggering to them. Um, so it, it it's very intense, but you know, aside from from. Being important and relevant, you know, it's supporting local theater, so, which is also very you know, a important lot of and people, A lot of people—that's uh, actually something that I, I was discussing with my father the other day because my father is one of these people. that's like, oh, in Miami, no hay cultura, no hay cultura, and he's like, in cualquier país, you know, in los países latinoamericanos mm-hmm. y en lo, en Europa hay mucha cultura, and I'm like, well, when was the last time you went to the theater? Right. Yeah. So
2: Miami. The thing with Miami is that Miami has
3: hidden culture, I would say, compared to like a, a New
2: York or even a Chicago. I think. Those are cities that have embraced the the badge of we have a theater come to the theater you're, you're gonna see a show whereas here it's something we have but because for better or worse we do we are predominantly a tourist city and it does mm-hmm. focus on you know the beach area it's about partying and drinking I mean a big a big part of of the Miami culture revolves around that to an right, extent but you can make that argument about New York as well Right, but New but York, about, ha- but New York has decided to embrace uh, obviously. The theater New York culture, has the, the Broadway, New York is right. the epicenter, you know, the right.
3: epicenter of theater. Clearly, obviously, but you know there's other cities. Chicago has a very uh, a huge huge but, theater scene, but again, they've embraced it. I right. don't think Miami has embraced but, it, but but it's there because I mean we have a huge civic and performing arts center that God knows took forever to build. Um, sure. But um, but but it is there. It is there. But you know, and there's people that are very into theater here, but. Then there's people that are like, no, like I said, I'm like, actually there is. But you have to seek it out. You have to seek it out. It's not going to come to your house and knock on
2: the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine? Hi, I'm the theater. Would you like to come? (laughs) 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 Tickets available now. (laughs) Oye okay, mi gente ish here. Let's face it, sometimes we need a little energy boost to focus during the day, but I'll want to avoid those energy drinks with who knows what in them. Bueno, let's talk about the sponsor of today's podcast, Neuro Gum and Mints. Developed by former athletes who don't want to take supplements or energy drinks when they're studying, training, or going out. These gum and mints were endlessly lab tested with thoughtfully curated natural ingredients to create three different products. There's calm and clarity with vitamin D3 to optimize clarity of mind, or health and vitality, which is infused with immune-boosting vitamins to help strengthen your body. Now, y'all know I have a full-time job, co-host, and produce this podcast, not to mention help run wing pop-ups. So I am all about the energy and focus right now. And let me tell you, I am definitely feeling those B vitamins pushing my mental endurance so I can focus on everything I need to get done each week. So it's better than calm, focus, energy, and vitality? Getting them at a discount. Visit Try NeuroGum.com slash to get up to 20% off your purchase of NeuroGum or Mints. That's right. Head to TryNeuroGum.com slash Pero and get up to 20% off your purchase today so you can have a little more focus and energy tomorrow.
3: Oh, yeah. So switching things up a little bit to a more controversial topic. Viste que esta semana eh, Dominion, eh, Dominion, eh, the company that does the whole voting voting? machines Mm -hmm. and Fox News settled out of court and they settled out of court for almost $800 million. Wow. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think
2: it's interesting that they settled right before the thing was literally the 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 case was about to start like it was supposed to start monday and then it got postponed to tuesday right right? and then now the settlement i think it's very telling i am also of the mind i'm i'm maybe i'm wrong but i always feel that whenever somebody settles Mm -hmm. there's a reason and, you don't say, and I no 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 no. But I'm saying in general no, because sometimes people are like, well, you know, they settled because they don't want to go through the hassle of a court case. And I'm like, no no no. If you settled, it's because you looked at the facts presented and you're like, you know what? Uh, there there's two. We, you know uh, what? I, yeah, don't, I, I don't I don't want to either. I don't want to go through the hassle or I don't want to deal with the damage it's going right, to do I, because there's something there that's. I understand
3: damaged. what you're saying, um, and there is some truth to that because if you're um, innocent, a, innocent, a lot of yes, but a lot of times you know, it obviously depends, there's a lot of things involved. Mm -hmm. It depends on the case. It depends on the evidence because sometimes you may not be guilty of something but the evidence may be damning or you don't have a lot of alibi or a lot of evidence to counter what Mm -hmm. they allegedly have against you. Um, And... It, many times, it's like go away money. Like here you go. Like you want a million dollars? Here you go. Go hey, no hold that, You know right. you want a million? Here's five. Right. No hold tanto. So sometimes, especially if it's if you know if you're a public figure and all that, it's sometimes worth a little bit more you know strategically mm. to but but it does it does because you know what legal fees are a thing and i know that you want to clear your name but okay. going through legal a courtroom fees. going through a going through a trial does is, cost does cost and you know okay there's been a lot of celebrities that have been dragged through the mud all right but the, in this right? case
2: we're talking about a multi-billion right no dollar no, 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 no no but but here but here but,
3: but where i was going with that here even though they settled it was still Almost eight hundred million dollars. Yeah. So I mean, look, the the reason why they settled is very easily. There were people who were going to testify under oath about certain things and we're talking about people in Fox News like Rupert Murdoch and all these other right, anchors. Right, right. There are people who were going to testify under oath that worked for Fox News that either were going to perjure themselves or they had to tell the truth and if they told the truth which they had to tell the truth they were going to say that they knew that the information right. that they were spreading on their news station was false regarding the election being stolen and the problem is that you have a behemoth like rupert murdoch and rupert murdoch for whatever you may think of him was not going to perjure himself right Right. you're talking about (laughs) he's not an idiot you're talking about the biggest fish in the ocean right Right, right, right. he was not going to perjure himself right so well how much money do you want you want 800, you'll take 800 million dollars. Here you go. I yeah. didn't purge him myself and I didn't put myself yeah. in the stand. That's what because he had the, left over the, after the, the divorce from Jerry Hall. The, 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 the evidence that we, the evidence that was leaked and the evidence that they showed that they had, and obviously there right. was probably a ton of evidence. Yeah, but it was that already we showed a preponderance. It, it, it already showed what a great word. It already showed. By preponderance of the evidence, although here was my law and order degree coming um, out, baby, it it showed that they were spreading lies and that there was no um, there was no evidence of voter fraud. And yet they were putting on their network that there was right. right? And there's emails and there's texts and there's voicemails from different people within the organization of Fox News Mm -hmm. saying that there wasn't any voter fraud. And, you know, some people were saying, stop it. Right. right? And, and they were and like, "No, nope, this is what the people want. all this evidence was presented. But there. one thing is for evidence to come out. And another thing is for you to take this. You know, one thing is for there to be an email. Like that whole email that came out of Tucker Carlson saying he hated Donald Trump. Right. He can't wait to stop that covering can, him. Right, that right. He can't fucking stand him. One thing is for there to be an email or a voicemail or whatever that you said something or you did something. And another thing is for you to take the stand. Right. Right. And under oath, say either again perjure yourself or say the truth. Right. Right. And, and the truth here was what everybody knew: that Fox News, for a lot of things, but specifically over the 2020 election, was spreading news that was false and was saying that the election was stolen and and putting in doubt the integrity of the 2020 election when they knew damn well that the election was. Um, say, Mm, you know, there wasn't an issue with the election and there wasn't any widespread voter fraud that would have changed the results of the election. They knew this. They knew this. They knew it within the organization. The anchors knew it. Everybody knew it. And yet, and yet, they put that out there for ratings. Right, because they knew that's what their audience wanted. How? What I... I mean, it's very easy from the outside to say yeah. what should or should have happened. Right. If I would have been counsel for Dominion, I would have said, "Mira, we'll take eight hundred million. We'll take five hundred million. We'll take whatever, but you have to retract everything that you said about us, and you have to go out and say this."
2: Could they have made part of the settlement that I don't know? You're going to you're going to air a live retraction by Tucker Carlson uh 9 yeah. p.m. like it, I'm saying that yeah, could have been in yes. terms
3: of of the yes. settlement. A settlement is a settlement. You could ask for whatever you want in a settlement. And that's what they should have done. But, you know, uh, again, it, uh, you know, who knows what happened behind behind closed right, right, doors right, right, right. and who knows what what occurred on there. But, you know, I I think though what it is telling is and even though I have certain issues about this being um settled mm-hmm. for 800 million dollars i think they should have gone all the way i think they should have gone what all was way. the original ask? it was like 1.5 billion right that's a lot. um it's a lot, a lot. Uh, <laughs> 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 well this is almost a billion dollars
2: no yeah that's true yeah you know?
3: um this is a lot of money and um i think they should have gone all the way and whoever wants to perjure themselves, let them perjure themselves, right? Uh, but and again, add that to the bill. <laughs> again, it's very easy from the outside saying what they should or should have done. Right. But the point is that even though it didn't get to trial and, you know, Rupert Murdoch and certain people in Fox News did not perjure themselves, I think that the, the effect of this trial is that – You do know now that you are going to be held responsible because this trial went pretty far. I mean, well, it it was pretty pretty far in terms of the legal proceedings. And they were about to start the actual uh, examination and um, under oath statements because all these people, you know, a lot of people were already deposed and things like that. So that's where
2: we learned most of the initial information. I
3: think that it's important to media outlets to be like you, you can't do this you're gonna be held to you're, your, your feet you're, to the fire you can't do this so i think that it did set a sort of a president uh, precedent although i would have liked to have seen them go all the way but it did set enough of a precedent that you know do you think aside from setting the precedent and again people have short memories even
2: even corporations Setting a precedent with with the news organizations, you know, hand slapped, they'll probably be on their best behavior for the next eh, 10, 20 years or so until they forget, right? Or they change. 10, changed, 20 years. Or they change well, or they change whomever's at the helm. I'm saying I, I'm giving them credit. Do you think, because this has been covered, this is this is news coverage. It's not something that was under the wire. It's not something, you know, it's not like a pop culture moment, if you will. Do you think that this will have any standing on anybody who believes that what they said... No. You don't, you don't no. think, so? even no. though they have essentially come out and been shown that they were lying.
3: No, because look, <clears throat> do you think it would
2: have, do you think it would have changed it if it had no. gone to trial?
3: No. Like if they had been found guilty? No. no. Um, look, you have to remember, you, you have to take things into context. You have to remember that. And this is something that I posted about, I forget if I posted it on my personal Instagram where I posted it on, but let me tell you. Instagram, after the 2020 election, when all these claims were being made, I went online on our Instagram and I said, you know what? Let Donald Trump sue everybody. Let him sue every state, every department of elections. Let him let them sue them because. And they were all tossed out. Because when you sue something, you have to provide during discovery demonstrable evidence right. so you and fraud has to be pled with particularity so when what you, does that mean particularity means that you have to show when what when the where okay. you know like <laughs> the five w you have to show <laughs> the smoking gun you have to show okay so and so did so and so at this time i saw it this was a fraud this is the type of fraud that they were doing this is the uh, here is the fraud that is fred with uh pled with particularity, right? You have to be very specific about it. You can be vague. So you can't just show up and be like, they lied. Right. You just can't. Okay. You just can be, well, I think that, you know, no. You have to see, in the case of voter fraud, you have to say, I saw somebody get uh, 20,000 ballots. I saw them on Tuesday, November 5th. Put them in the trash at 7.45 p.m. I saw them burning it at this location, at this okay. time. Okay, so this, at th- right, to that level. Right. Even if it's approximation. It, fraud okay. has to be fled with pled with particularity. So you just can't be like vague and, you know, and... Be like, well, I think no, it has to. So that's why I said when this originally happened, let Donald Trump sue all all these states and all these department of elections. Because when he sues them, they have to go through a discovery process. And when they go through the discovery process, they're going to have to show Mm -hmm. evidence of of voter fraud and and widespread voter fraud. Because... Always in every single election since the beginning of time, there's always been like point oh 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 one right. voter fraud. There's always that one dead person right. that votes, right? But <laughs> right, it's never right, been right. something that has been widespread that has actually 10, people right. that has actually influenced an election, right? So. Let them go to court. I I said it over and over again. Let Donald Trump sue every secretary, um, every uh, Department of Elections, and let them show the evidence that they say that they have. The evidence that they say that they have that there was widespread voter fraud to the point that the election was compromised and he would have won. Mm -hmm. Right? That didn't happen. And all the cases were tossed out. I think it was 60-some cases were tossed out, many of them tossed out by federal judges that he appointed. Right. Right? Because if there isn't any demonstrable evidence showing voter fraud, right, your case is going to be tossed out. That is Civil Procedure 101. And that's across the board. And this happened to every single case. Every single case was tossed out. You have... Um, election officials in many of these states in Georgia, in Arizona, many of them who were Republicans certifying the election saying, hey, I didn't find any voter fraud that you're talking about. Yet all of this has been presented, and there's still people who believe there's voter fraud. These are the same type of people that believe that 9-11 was an inside job. Like, these are things— You're not going to convince them. These are things you're not going to convince them. And you could show them all the evidence in the world showing otherwise they've made up their mind, and they have chosen not to believe that. And you know what? What's the saying? You could lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Drink. Mm -hmm. This is something similar. You can can show them all the evidence—well— them not show any evidence well, that yes, there was okay, voter right, right, fraud, right, right. and they're still going to believe it because they they believe it. It's it's the narrative. It's the narrative that they have built up in their mind, and nobody, absolutely nobody, is going to tell them otherwise. You know, and and look, that type of behavior is tail as old as time because you're yeah. you, you have to take things in context. You know these. This was an election, you know. There's been people that were Branch Davidians that believed David Koresh and believed every oh, yeah. single word he was saying, and they went down with him. There have been people who have followed other people and followed other big lies. I mean, this is something that has it. it I, I think it's part of human nature that there's always people that fall for these lies, and, and it doesn't just, matter. It doesn't matter what the evidence says or what, whatever. They fall for it, and nobody's going to tell them otherwise. And that's something that has always existed. It's just that this happened, you know, over an election, a presidential election, with a lot of media coverage, a lot of social media. So it was, you know, very obviously big.
2: I think there's also an element of people, if, if, and I'll use the example of of you and I actually, you know, with Bill Cosby, which I know is different, but go with me. When the allegations first came up, you know, Bill Cosby, all the sexual sexual abuse allegations, you know, you and I were kind of like, well, but maybe... wasn't like that you know it was the 70s everybody was taking the you know we kind of were like because we didn't want to believe it right yeah but But then but then in the face of you know
3: case number 12 number 15 number 20 we kind of had to make our peace with with that right even with the first initial cases right and and the bill cosby one it's something very very different but very similar in a way with the bill cosby one when like even the first handful of allegations came out why didn't we want to believe it? Because it was Bill Cosby. Because we were in denial. Right. But that's what I'm saying. And so for, for, for,
2: for these people who, in the face of all this evidence, you know, with, with Dominion and, and all this other stuff, are still saying, no, no, it's no, but it, it, it's true, it's right. true, it's true. In the back of my mind, I always wonder, like, if they're holding on to something because in, in their mind, if they admit that this thing that they held on to a belief so firmly... Is not true, then they would have to re-examine so many other things and beliefs that they hold dear, that they
3: don't want. They can't face that. I, I think. I think they, it's they, part they, of that. They, they but can't I think face the the, the thi- And so it's easier to keep going the down the road. The thing of the election, the big lie, is that um, you know that goes along with the whole narrative of of Trump and that time and the twenty sixteen election and everything that mm-hmm. is in. Mm-hmm embodies Trump and the MAGA movement mm-hmm. that all feeds to that narrative right and that's a narrative that they had they had bought those goods a long time ago so you're not going to return the goods now, <laughs> right?
2: But that's what I mean because if you return the goods, you have to st- you have to take a step back and you have to really stop and think realize about a lot. that
3: everything else,
2: right? You have to think about everything else, right? Because now.
3: it's not like everything was pristine and then this this happened, is the one thing, right? Right? No, everything else was built upon lies and it was right. built about um, that's what I'm real think, fake news and it was built.
2: I think that's what it comes down it was, to. Though. It
3: was built on it was all built on lies and it was all built on gaslighting and it was all built on exaggerations and most importantly fear mongering. Right. You know, we've talked about this at length. One of the things that he very successfully did was fear-mongering. He put fear into people, those gays, those trans people, those immigrants. The Mexicans. You know, the Mexicans. It was it was fear-mongering after fear-mongering. Right. And that, again, it, that's why history is so important to understand and know and, and, and be a student of history. Because every single time, it doesn't fail. Every single time that there has been a disaster in humanity, whether it's genocide, whether it's a Holocaust, whether it's a war, whether it's uh, you know Mm -hmm. politicians, you know lying to people, it's always based on fear mongering. Yeah. What 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 did Hitler do? And and I'm not comparing Donald Trump to Hitler. Yeah, (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, that's but you know, but in terms, but in terms of 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 what he 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 spoke to the approach he had to people at that time. Oh, those, those Jews are going to come and get your jobs. And those mm-hmm. Jews, you know, are the, the, the reason for this and the reason right, for right. that. And we need a stronger Germany and we need a stronger, uh, I, what is it? I, I, I can never say the word Aryan, Aryan race yeah. and blah, 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 because there are, you know, it was fear mongering and then people become you know, people fall for it. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's, again, it's tale as old as time, but to go back to the Bill Cosby thing, because I think that that's a great example, you know. When the first handful of people came out, as I said, we didn't want to believe it, but no. we didn't want to believe it because we were in denial. Okay, we we had invested as, in Bill Cosby as reasonable people, you know. Fair enough. After a certain number, we're like, okay, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, one
2: <laughs> or two. <laughs> uh, wait, 30?
3: wait, hold on. Hold on. Like, yeah, aquí, yeah. Aquí yeah. Ahí. Aquí abuelo. Right, yeah, yeah. but why was it? Because we were able to see for ourselves and correct ourselves and say, okay i was in denial because it's bill cosby i grew up on the man he has this image how can bill cosby do this i don't want to believe it
2: but we also were willing to admit we were wrong
3: we were willing to admit we were wrong but from the very beginning we were wrong we just were able to admit it but it wasn't a situation that like okay the first couple of people that accused bill cosby were lying Right. right, it was a situation that we were the ones that we didn't wanna believe it. Well, that's what I'm saying that, we, that, we, we were trying know,
2: to think like well, maybe maybe it was this That doctor would do that right you know?
3: right um and and this is the same with that it, these people aren't gonna change their minds after this. It's like you know they're already in. they're already in the mud know they're America. not gonna they're not gonna go back and be like, well, I've had a change of heart, you know whatever. But if they do, Listen, you know, and, 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 and as I've always could. told, and as I've always told people, this is not about if if you were into Donald Trump and and you you know because I've talked about this before here as a conservative in a conservative agenda, looking mm-hmm. at what conservative agendas are, he actually had a pretty successful conservative agenda. I mean, I. I'm not a conservative, so I'm going to say it was fuckery, <laughs> you right. know that. But, that, but uh, in terms of conservative policies, he actually was pretty successful. So I could understand how there's people in terms of policy-driven right. may have liked or agreed with a lot of the policies that he, you know, that happened under his his watch or his administration. Although again, that's not something that'd be like bye bye, you know. Um, but the, the the point is that. You know, so many people fell for that, and and in order for you to to say, okay, as you said, okay, <laughs> this is not what I expected, right. I or this is, or he fucked up, is admitting that all of this was based on lies. And as I always tell people, look, this is not about you coming to the other side and saying I'm now a liberal and I'm not a Democrat and right. I love Joe Biden. No, you don't have to be a liberal. You don't have to be a Democrat. You don't even have to like Joe Biden. You can think Joe Biden is like the worst president ever. Right. It's not about that. It's not, You don't need to do that. But it's about seeing like, oh yeah, this guy y todo camino con este tipo was tremendo you know. Right, tremendo paquete. Tremendo, tremendo paquete. To, right, right. to you know, quote it lightly. To quote,
2: <laughs> to to quote it. To say
3: how our people would say it. And, that. you know, and tremendo paquete is a James Bond movie. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> que paquete. Although, you know
2: what? Before 2016, we would have said all of that administration was probably throwing the block either.
3: Yeah, but you know. They're looking for a sequel, so you know.
2: I no. sequels tend to be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh no.
3: Oh no. <laughs> no. No, no. Bigger, faster, stronger, more expensive. No, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. I don't need that in my life. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Ay, so. Are we thirsty? We are we're thirsty. I mean, I'm thirsty. I don't know if you're thirsty. You you look a little parched. Yeah. You look a little parched. I think it's because you you slept so well during the Aladma that you know <laughs> that you're like you know you're you need a little bit more hydration. I need a little more a hydration. little more hydration. But you yeah. could go first. All right. So my last soda, I'm actually just gonna keep it very 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 quick. Um, I'm just gonna kind of circle back and give my last soda to uh, the walls of yours. Yes. Um, again, I'll but, give my last soda to the walls of yours as well. Yeah. I, I. I said it earlier, and I will say it again. That play has stayed with me. I have not stopped thinking about it. I like three days later, I texted Robbie, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I just want you to know that I am still thinking about your play. Like, yeah. I, it, it it is it is burrowed its way into me. Job well done. Yeah, job. you traumatized us. And and I I will say, you know, if you're listening to this on on the 21st of April you know, you can actually, if there's still tickets available for, you know, tonight, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd in English, I actually, Jose and I were talking and saying, we would like to go see it in Spanish because I think that as impactful as it was in English, I think especially for us Mm -hmm. to hear it in Spanish with the Cuban accent and the Cuban, you know, and the emotion behind it, Mm -hmm. I think as heart-wrenching as it was, I mean, talk about like a glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. As heart-wrenching as it was, I think it will ratchet it up to the next. Just, un- I mean, this in the nicest way possible, Robbie. Unbearable emotionally. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, d- d- like you're walking in, you're 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 setting yourself up for just to walk out of there, like. <sighs> yeah. You know, just drained. So we may go watch it again in Spanish,
3: but yeah. um. It, it, go go see it i can't stress it enough it's <laughs> when i left i was like i think i need to be alone by myself <laughs> i mean i know we're not doing a great job by telling people that but but that's how impactful it,
2: but it is but but it's in- you know what we are doing a great job because it's impactful damn it and it's it's yeah. an important story that needs to be told and and again I, I i give kudos to everybody and it is a completely different cast in spanish yeah so it'll be a different show.
3: So, not just in language. So Robbie and the the play get double sodas. Yes, they get double sodas. And let me tell and you You know what? Something. And after finit doing that performance, oh, my God. they need they need like They need a truck uh, of sodas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because again, they have to be exhausted. Oh yeah.
2: They throw that kid around. Yeah. Like to the point where again, we were sitting right next to him and I was like, "No, no, no, ahorita he's going to fall on our lap." Yeah. Because lo que le Robbie. It yeah. was a little
3: intense. Yeah. And he didn't have anything to drink.
2: No, they didn't even give him the milk.
3: Because for example the 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 Madre de la Revolución and the, the Yeah, girl, she had
2: a cup. Yeah. Yeah,
3: they had a cup there. You know. But that went with the set. Right. Right. But this kid no. I think it's you know the method acting. <laughs> it has to be method acting because they
2: are on stage the entire time and that that boy that man like
3: he's he's in, you could tell he's in character. He's
2: in character. He's, he's he never funny. broke character for the entire 90 minutes. yeah Yeah. Which is not easy. So yeah, Walls so, of Ears.
3: So everybody, it. we hope you get gas, go watch the Walls of Ears. <laughs> we hope yes,
2: you go get gas so you can go see the walls have ears, ears.
3: Right. at the Westchester Cultural Center <laughs> right. um, anyway we hope you listen laugh and learn and as always remember to grab your pastelito your croqueta and your cafecito and thank you so much for joining us everybody have a great week
2: alright cuídense mi gente bye. bye Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano produced by Ismaeliano and our theme, but Let Me Tell You Freestyle," is composed by Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos,
0: activewear, and fine leather goods,